sell this shit and make so much fucking bread. All you niggas who bought a thousand, bought 40 of them shits, y'all about to make... There are three or four big mistakes that Tory Lanez made in this album release, and we're going to break that down. So we all know that Tory Lanez re released an NFT album, and it was a great, innovative approach to solve some of music's, you know, most difficult processes and systems like we understand you know during web 2.0 the emergence of social media caused part of that era we saw you know illegal downloading of music which you know people pretty much stopped purchasing music which meant that they had to create a new structure in a new infrastructure for music and we saw that through streaming and now we have Tory Lanez coming out with this NFT album he's not the only one that's done it we have uh, the Kings of Leon that's done it as well sells an nft album he sells 1 million copies of this nft album and yes it's an innovation yes it's a new way for creators and their consumers to make money but there are flaws in his strategy and i'm gonna break that down in this video if you're new here my name is kenem don't forget to like follow subscribe all the above it really pushes this video out to more people to more eyeballs and encourages me to make more videos guys this video is brought to you by brand video pros members lab an online course that helps brands and influencers scale their influence and in sales so let's begin all right so tori lanes now there are three or four big mistakes that Tory Lanez made in this album release, and we're going to break that down. Now, yes, we know that he's, you know, I purchased, uh, I purchased the NFT albums. I purchased them on the resale. Um, you know, he sold it for a dollar. He had a million copy copies available, and I purchased it about two weeks, two, three weeks after the release, and I purchased it for three dollars just over three dollars the retail price the actual price was about two point something dollars and i had to pay additional for tax what was very beneficial about his process is i didn't have to exchange crypto or anything i could use my mastercard and just pay directly from in dollars so that was a beneficial thing unlike logan paul's crypto zoo <laughs> but yeah so that was beneficial but there are some flaws um, so, you know, he was making all this noise. We saw he released the album. Then a few days later, he does this, he promotes this resell marketplace where people, you know, come together and resell the album. And that's where he was making claims of, you know, the album going for, you know, $50,000, $30,000, etc. One of those copies right now is going for 50000 60000 But how come just a week after that, I was able to purchase it for only $3. Now, what are some of the mistakes that he made? And let's talk about it. The first mistake, in my opinion, was that he had too many copies available in the marketplace. Now, you see, the thing about NFTs is that it's a non-fungible non token. Non-fungible means it's unique. The token part means that it's a digital certificate registered on the blockchain, proving authenticity of ownership, right? Proof of ownership registered on the blockchain available for everybody to see. Now, the whole idea of non-fungible is that you're getting exclusivity. You are the only one. Now, if you have a million copies available of a non-fungible token, well, it loses its value because if a, a million other people can buy it, it's not that valuable. It's not that valuable. And yes, okay, fine, fair. It was a dollar. I bought it for three. Whoever sold it to me, 
3x their money. That's a that's that is you know, that's a huge investment. So if somebody was lucky enough to buy 50,000 copies of his album, they can NX, they can 3x their money that way. $50,000 you 3x it, right? But it's not that easy. It's not that easy to resell <laughs> these fungible non-fungible tokens. It's not that easy to resell it for you to 3x it in that in that way. So the issue with having you know too many copies is the fact that it's just too available. So you, when you look at his website, you see the most expensive copy. It's the same thing, but the most expensive copy is like, yeah. So it's $99 million, and there are quite a few of them that are this price. The whole page is filled with $99 million. Some of them are $77 million. Obviously, nobody's buying this. Come on. But it's the same exact album. It's just a different, you know, it's, it's numbered by the edition number, right? So that's how you know the one that you purchased, right? So the lowest is now $1.30. Now, when I purchased it a few days ago, it was $2, the lowest, $2 something. So we know that it's already reducing in price, but <laughs> I'm not just being shady. So yeah, there are just too many available in the marketplace. Now, why would he release 1 million copies of his album for people to purchase in this manner? because he wanted to make a million dollars. He wanted to kill two birds with one stone. One, he wanted to make a million dollars. Two, he wanted to go platinum. Because if he sells a million copies, he goes platinum. That's platinum and I sold a million copies and I made a million dollars. So that was his strategy. But here's the problem with his strategy because the whole nature of NFTs is that the audience, your consumer, collaborates with you in making money. That is what makes the NFT space interesting. And those are the people, those are the creators, the NFT creators that are going to be rewarded the most. Those that enable other people to make a lot of money. Now, you put too many in them, you flood the marketplace with your NFTs, it loses its value. So really, the only person that's really going to make money here is you. That's the first thing. You know, so when you think about music today, right? It's really built on planned obsolescence, right? This idea that something expires. And with music, you know, when you look at an iPhone, it's planned obsolescence. They have it an annual system. They always come out with a new iPhone every year. But with music, there's a new song every day. And musicians that are, you know, coming out with their rollout typically have new songs every two months, sometimes even weeks apart. So when you think about it like that, when it comes to planned obsolescence, Tory Lanez's album is going to be obsolete in a month from now. We would the, the market will have already consumed it, forgotten about it, unless he comes out. Okay, so he rolls out some music videos over the course of a year. It maintains a little bit of relevancy, but not really value. And and you know, Tory Lanez is not exactly the type of musician that you're you're excited for his album. Right, it's not like oh, Drake's coming out with an album or Beyonce's coming out with an album. You know, he's not one of those artists that have that kind of pull that you're gonna say, oh, this this album is so valuable. So his his so what is the resale on this album? In two years, is it gonna be valuable? Probably not. 
probably not because it's not a classic album it's not something that's like unique or different or stand apart the art isn't a masterpiece like who should have come out with an nft album kanye west with the artwork that he did with don donda with everything and it's not too late he could still do it he should still do it but everything that he put together with donda it was it's and it's such a unique album it stands apart it's different if he comes out with an nft for this album that he just released donda boom you're going to see that sale go through and you're going to see the resell value of the album go up over years like think about it my twisted dark fantasy if there was an nft available of that you're going to see a lot of people purchase it because it's an iconic album so i think musicians should also think about this holistically right it's not just about new music new music that's coming out now you can nft older projects that's another side thing that i just came to my mind that just came to my mind right now but when when it comes to creating iconic music then i see the value in the nft but someone like a tory lane's making an album yes it's a gimmick yes it makes him stand out he's innovative and he's he's innovating and he's just discovering the landscape but is this nft album of tory lane's going to increase in value no i i honestly i strongly don't believe so maybe it will because it's the first rap nft album but i highly doubt that it will uh so think about it this way um when you're purchasing an NFT album, when you're purchasing an NFT in, in general, think about the whole, think about it at 360. Think about, is this musician a musician of value? Is this a musician, someone that has a lot of hype around them? What type of hype do they have, have around them? Is it iconic? Is it artistic? Is it a Kanye West type of hype? Is it a Beyonce type of hype? Is it a Drake type of hype? What kind of hype is it? And if this is this artwork that they're releasing, is it iconic? If it's not, and they have a million copies available, that's not something to buy into. I know that now after purchasing three copies of his NFT album. Not something to purchase. Because really, what's the resale market going to look like? Not much. But what's the resale? Uh, uh, if Drake makes Certified Lover Boy into an NFT album, what, what do you think the resale value is going to be on that one? Probably a lot. Just because he's Drake. But funny enough, I don't even think Drake is iconic enough to be able to sell an NFT album that is high in value. I think that is reserved for Beyonce, Kanye, like the real artists, um, the real artistic musicians or iconic musicians. It's reserved for maybe even a taylor i wouldn't even give it to a taylor swift i wouldn't even give it to a justin bieber either but right now i'm thinking kanye yes because he makes masterpieces i'm thinking beyonce yes because she's an icon these are the people and what i'm talking about i'm, I'm saying i'm talking about artists that are still going to be relevant in 10 years from now this album that i purchased for a dollar today is going to be worth a million dollars in 10 years Drake, I don't think so. Rihanna, I think so. Right? So think about the artist. Michael Jackson, I think so. Think about the artist. Think about, is this an iconic artist? Should I invest in their our NFT album? And Tory Lanez is just not that. So just to conclude, yes, he sold one. He had a million copies available. I think that's a terrible idea. I think in the future, depending on how big the artist is, 
those nfts should be they should sell either 10 20 maybe a thousand max maybe like someone like a beyonce or a drake should have maybe 10,000 copies of their album available in nft formats but even 10,000 is a lot uh but they do have a massive fan base so there are people that are just going to hold on to it and just not want to sell it right but depending on how big the artist is you should determine how big um how many uh, copies should be available. So if it's just a small startup artist, you're talking about maybe one copy, two max. If it's someone that's like, you know, mid-level, mid-tier artist, you know, just increase the numbers like that, maybe 10 or 20 available, 50. Um, And then as you go up to the big guys, we're talking, then if there are 10,000 copies of a Justin Bieber album available, yes, you're gonna see, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of money in the resale, etc. But at the same time, like I said, it should come with other perks that make it more than just the physical. Give us the experience of the artist. Let's, let's experience that artist in new ways. Then you create value with that NFT. The other mistake that he made was that he put it on his own website. His own marketplace. And in his own marketplace, he doesn't have any activity on his marketplace. It's just this random website that he promoted on one day, pushes it on that day. August 24th, tomorrow, 5 p.m. The resale marketplace is open up. Everybody can sell their NFT starting tomorrow at 5 p.m. And then there's a lot of traffic on the site on release day, but there's no longer any traffic because in order for there to be traffic, Tory Lanez has to push people to go to his website so with the resale on august 24th he promoted that and so naturally people went to the site to sell and that's why he was talking about all those high prices but after that day the traffic dies down how many people are really revisiting his website so another issue here is that when you have a creator when you have a product and this is not just for the creator but this is also for anyone that wants to invest in nfts i'll be very careful not to invest in nfts that are are on their own singular platform and are not available in nft marketplaces like OpenSea and all the others if you're investing into an nft project they should have their nfts available in multiple marketplaces across the internet that is how you can be guaranteed to get activity on your and you know and that's where you can potentially resell your product another issue when you think about it with the tory lanes one what if he doesn't like okay this is i'm sure this is ridiculous but think about it if you go to a random nft website and you purchase how do you know if the owner of that website is going to pay for the domain the next year so what if the site expires where does your nft go So you really want to, when you're picking the NFTs that you want to invest in, you really want to pick, and if you're a creator and you're considering creating your own website to sell your own NFTs, think twice about it because it's not as reliable and beneficial to to the investor, to the purchaser, because number one, it's difficult for them to resell it, resell the NFTs, unless there are systems that allow you to transfer your purchased NFT onto OpenSea and other platforms. I'm not sure if that is available 
or how that he would and if it's not available it should be something that's available right now i don't know how that's available but unless that is possible it just doesn't seem like a lucrative idea to do that because you're going to have your nfc on a website that nobody visits how are you really going to resell that it's going to be difficult so that's the other mistake that he saw, he made now the last one which was really stood out to me was the facts that on the website you could see the lowest available ticket and the highest available ticket so i could go there i could see the lowest one it's going for a dollar and the highest one it's going for 99 million dollars now why is this a problem like obviously this on OpenSea, it's great for me to be able to see that because there's so much different there are, i think 9 million nfts on OpenSea. there's so much content to compete with it's fine for me to see the cheapest nft available and the and the and the most expensive one but when it comes to a product like what Tory Lanez is selling his album and it's it's own, it's exactly the same thing that you're selling and i can see the cheapest and the highest that's not going to be valuable what makes it interesting if you're thinking about creating your own nft website you really are adamant about this i would remove the high to low button and i would encourage people to search search through the systems to find the cheapest one now when you create this limitation now we can start seeing people purchase for more because at the end of the day in the way Tory Lanez has set up his website I'm only going I'm obviously going to go to the cheapest and buy the cheapest but if it's going to take me three four hours to find the cheapest because I have to sort through the whole website and find I'm going to buy whatever's convenient to me so therefore as the consumer it's more valuable to me um, and I, it's more of a better investment for me as long as, look, I don't see the high and low number. Now, it's kind of, it's a little off because it could be sketchy. It could be scammy for you to do that because, you know, it, it's not scammy, but the fact that we know technically, I don't really think that Tory Lanez's NFT has much value because of the things that I mentioned already. And if I were stupid like i want to say stupid enough but if i went to go and spend ten thousand dollars on an, one of his nfts and later on i found out someone else bought it for a dollar i'd be pretty pissed off i'd feel scammed but that's kind of like that would that's what i would feel personally that's not the way the internet and the whole web 3.0 world is structured by it's really structured about by transparency and availability but at the same time when we're talking about creating value and the way the traditional world works, the world that we live in, not the not online, if I'm looking for something, I'm going to go to where I know it's available. For example, there's a CVS that's like five minutes away or there's one that's 30 minutes away. I know the one that thir that's 30 minutes away is a lot cheaper but the one that's five minutes away is convenient. So guess what? I'm going to spend that extra few dollars going to the one that's closer to me because of convenience. So that's how the real world works. Now, if that was implemented here where people had to search for the cheapest one and for you to find the cheapest one is part of the game, right? It's part of the game. It would make, first of all, all the prices would go up. No one's going to be selling it for a dollar <laughs> because we don't know what the cheapest one is but that makes it more interesting sourcing the cheapest nft how can i find it 
So that's an opportunity that he missed out on that took away the value of his NFTs. Um, so if you're, if you're really adamant about creating your own NFT website, consider doing that. He made all these claims that, he, you know, some of them were going for 50,000, 30,000. One of those copies right now is going for 50,000, 60,000. But do you know anyone that bought it for $50,000 or $30,000? And if you do, who did? Because anyone could put it on the website for $50,000 and people bid for it. So after three days, does it sell for that much? Or do people go on the website and go and look for the cheapest one and purchase that instead? So see why showing the high and the low is not a good thing when, you're, when it's your own website. It works on OpenSea, it works on any NFT marketplace, but it really does not work when it comes to, when, when it's your own website. So I really think that Tory Lanez and everybody in the music industry needs to learn, you know, f the mistakes that he made in the selling of this NFT, go back to the drawing board and figure out a new strategy that would work. In my view, it's, you know, some of the things I already mentioned and it's putting it on marketplaces that really have activity so that this music can really have value. And then it's also, if it's, and if that's not the case, you wanna look at what the Kings of Leon did when they created value with their NFT. Anyone that owns a Kings of Leon's, Leon NFT gets access to front row seats in their concert in perpetuity. So until I guess they die or they disband, that's valuable, right? When NFTs come with either a game or unique access to different things, that's when they're more valuable, more than just, oh, here's the piece of art. They should come with perks. That's when you're creating value to your customers, and that's when, and that's when your customers have an ability to resell that NFT, because it's now valuable in the marketplace, because it's offering some exclusive perks that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Very important. I hope this video was helpful to you. Please let me know your thoughts. Do you think I got some of this wrong? Do you think I got some of it right? What's your opinion? Please leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. My name is Kenem and see you next time. A peace.